Hey, welcome to Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. This is Sarah Jane, and this is coffee break number three. I'm going to share with you some thoughts on leadership and stress. I've been reading a lot lately, and a lot of the themes that come up in at least my readings, since I read a lot of nonfiction, are about leadership. So I'm going to share a whole bunch of books with you and a whole bunch of quotes, and hopefully you can learn something on this coffee break. The first thing that I want to point out is something that John F. Kennedy said, and he said that leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. So he really believed that leaders are readers. Um, I counted up how many books I've read to date this year. Um, Just in 2018, I've read cover to cover or listened to from beginning to end 10 books. I've started half a dozen other ones for sure, but I've read 10 books already and I'm pretty proud of that. And it's because I'm working on my leadership skills, not only for my family, but in the workplace as well. So leaders aren't born, they're made is one of the things that I'm seeing as a theme. And that really has to do with leadership and stress because great leaders aren't just great leaders because they're really good people to begin with. Likely they're good people who are put into situations that force them to be great. Recently, a friend posted on Facebook an article about anxiety and it wasn't just about anxiety, but it was about having anxiety that goes away when you're actually under pressure, which was an interesting concept to me because people can perform better. There are people out there that can perform better when they are under stress versus when they have no stress in their life. And there's actually a whole book in economics written by Nassim Nicholas Tlaib called Anti-Fragile. And it's kind of really about being the opposite of fragile. And there really is no word for that. That's why the book is titled Anti-Fragile. But it's all about thriving under stress. And that totally describes me. Uh, The more you put me under stress, the more resourceful I become. So it's really an interesting thought. So there's a couple books there. Anti-Fragile, Nassim Nicholas Tlaib. Um, The article about anxiety, I should probably post that on the Sprinkles Facebook page. Another book that I've picked up recently and finished cover to cover was suggested by my aunt. was Anxious for Nothing by Max Lucado. And he talks about the lifestyles that we live causing undue anxiety. And he offers a whole lot of tips for coping. And Max Lucido, if you've read any of his stuff, is a really, he's religious, but he also has some really great helpful things on just mindset and how you think about things. Um, back to that great leaders aren't just great leaders piece, they're great people. Um, in the book, Willpower Doesn't Work, he talks about leaders in that sense. And to me, it, it reminds me of the thought process about Um, You know, money only magnifies the person that you are. And I think stress, same idea, only magnifies the kind of person that you are. So when you have something good or bad happen to you, it's only going to magnify. It's not going to change you. It's going to magnify you. Um, Again, psychology, we get into self-signaling. If you start thinking about it, um, your behavior doesn't come from your personality. Rather, your personality is shaped by your behavior. And so that's kind of like the what came first, the chicken or the egg thing. But I'll read that to you again. Your behavior doesn't come from your personality. Rather, your personality is shaped by your behavior. So the actions that you take make up your personality. The things that you do, the way that you act, 
is what makes up your personality. Your personality doesn't determine the actions that you take. Super interesting concepts here. Um, a lot of them came from the Willpower Doesn't Work book, which is by Benjamin Hardy. And he really talks about it all being about environment and that you don't need willpower if your environment doesn't allow for the behavior you're avoiding. So example, if you conform to a bad environment or, um, or you choose to try to exercise willpower, well, willpower is limited. So um, if you have a good environment, then you don't have to exercise willpower. You know, that's getting everything out of your kitchen if you don't want to eat unhealthily. It is making sure that your desk space is set up so that you don't have distractions, right? It's all about environment. And again, leaders are shaped on their environment, right? The stressors in their environment. Yet another book I read here recently um, is Quiet Leadership. And I've actually read it twice because it has so many great questions. And I took so many notes on it. Hopefully I'll do a whole, its own podcast on that. But it talks about helping people stretch. So again, stress making leaders. Again, stretch, stretching, being stressed, Um, Helping people to improve their ways of thinking in order to improve performance. So again, you have to stretch people, right? Get them out of their comfort zone in order for them to grow in any situation. So again, I'll give you the list of books I mentioned here. So Anti-Fragile, which is all about thriving and stress, is actually more an economics type book. Nassim Nicholas Tlaib, Anxious for Nothing, Max Lucado. Willpower Doesn't Work, which was by Benjamin Hardy, Quiet Leadership by David Rock, and I'll leave you with this. If you too are anti-fragile, what stress can you add to your life to help you stretch? This is really a question I'm pondering myself. Um, What can I do in my life to help me stretch? What can I do, what stress can I add to make me get further in this life? Well, that's coffee break number three. I'm Sarah Jane. This is Science Solutions and Sprinkles and just some thoughts on leadership and stress.